That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I can't play High Hopes from Frank because that would be... You can't take away from the 2018, but high, high hopes from Panic at the Disco is what the Philadelphia Phillies have because they made the playoffs for the first time in how many years, Lev, man? The double ones. That's correct. 11 years, dude. It's been, you can take yourself off mute. Are you still on mute? No, I'm not on mute. Oh, all right. Let's get this party started. Could I was you trying you? to see if I had our predictions still from last week for the Eagles. So. Oh, yeah. Could you? I have, uh, I have twenty-eight thirteen, right? Which was obviously wrong. I mean, I was off. And I, what was yours again? Uh, I think mine was thirty. I think I went thirty-four seventeen. All right, so we were both off. But let's. Yeah. let's what was the final though? I can't it, even remember. But both went both. Uh, let's go. Let's start off with the fills because I thought that was a great segue. Uh, someone told me the game was today. Totally wrong. Game it's tomorrow, is tomorrow, dude. Very tomorrow, two oh seven. Two oh seven, which is a weird time for a baseball game. Not on the hour. It's two oh seven. I'm assuming it'll be on either TBS, maybe ESPN tomorrow. I don't know who would carry it now, um, because this is like an extra round. So, um, yeah, uh, Phillies. You know, they won that first game on. I guess it was uh, Monday night. And then lost, proceeded to lose Tuesday and Wednesday, but unnecessary games. I mean, yep. was, I did. I didn't watch the whole game. I did watch the celebration afterwards, and um, I know that you probably didn't get a chance to see it because it was on Philly Comcast. And uh, John Middleton made a nice speech about, you know, it's a great bunch of guys, and Harper was there, and and. Uh, Aaron Nola pitched a hell of a game on Monday night, and uh, your your boy Zach Eflin was there to save the game on on. I guess it wasn't even a save because it wasn't a save situation, but did come in and pitch the ninth inning, and, and the Phillies won and made the playoffs first time since 2011, since the days of Ryan Howard. Yep. This is, so this was very cool because the way that it ended, if you um, know the last three outs. And this may not be in order, but the first one I believe was um, was Bryson Stott at shortstop. Then it was Alec Boehm at third, catching a liner. Then it was Brandon Marsh in center field. All guys who are under 25 years old. And then it was Zach Eflin, the man who we got in the Jimmy Rollins trade, who closed out the game. So that was kind of cool. I thought that that was a neat way to uh, end that end the season and, and make our way into the postseason for the first time in 11 years. Really excited about this. I think we match up well against the Cardinals. And the first game is, it's actually on ABC. So. Oh, wow. ABC, the return of baseball to ABC. First time since the Al Michaels days in the late 80s. Indeed. Indeed. So I don't know, like, how, who's, who's going to be there? I mean, obviously, ABC is part of Dis is part of ESPN and Disney. Disney, so right. they'll probably use their, I guess, what is it, Carl Ravitch and uh, I hate to say I haven't. They'll probably use their Sunday Night Baseball team. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Um, I know A Rod and uh, Michael K. I think Michael K. Do the alternative broadcast for for ESPN for Sunday Night Baseball. So I'd be curious if they have a couple games, um, then they might. If this is their only game then they would probably have their Sunday night crew doing it. it. Right. It very, it depends if they have more than one broadcast going on tomorrow. So the Phillies are in, um, this is a best of three, which means all three games will be in St. Louis. Um, I guess their best chance to sort of get it going is tomorrow uh, to take this game, game one, and then it goes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, so this is sort of, I think an improvement over the one game series, at least you got two games to get it right, um, right. and hopefully take it to a third game. Now, who would be their starter uh, game one? I mean, is Nola, I guess it's too short for Nola to come around, or is Zach Wheeler going to be? Yeah, it's going to be Wheeler, Nola, and then I got to think they're going to go Suarez. What do you think? Well, that's what I heard. I heard that they would go with the three. So they, they've got their two, their two aces going. I mean, I don't know if you could say Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are aces, but they're two best one and two going on Friday and Saturday. Nola will be back from Monday. Um, so he should have enough rest in him for that game. Um, you know, I think 
just to be there. I really, I keep getting back to this. I know that, you know, once you're there, anything is possible, but I just think to be there is an amazing thing for this team to finally get it off their backs. The Mariners are in this year too, which is interesting. So Phillies and Mariners, I think are the two teams with the longest playoff droughts in both the national and American leagues. They're both in the playoffs this year. Um, the old me would have been probably more excited because I was a bigger baseball fan years ago, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm excited. I think, I, I don't know if you were going to get one of those October rise t-shirts that they were sporting on Monday night. I'm thinking about it. This is like the playoff t-shirt Phillies. I have um, a red October shirt from probably 2011. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm thinking I might have to get this one just because, you know, it's 11 years later. Um, and I'd like to see the team do well. I think they can beat the Cardinals. I think that's a, a doable situation. And then if I'm correct, knock on wood, if they beat the Cardinals, I guess they go to LA right afterwards. They don't even come right. home. They don't, they don't recede or anything like that in uh, baseball. So if they, I believe if the Phillies won because they're the sixth seed, they would go out to play the Dodgers okay. one day. So literally they would go from St. Louis they're going from Houston to St. Louis. Uh, if they won this week and they go right out to LA, this team has not been home in almost two weeks, which is crazy. Road Warriors, I know, man, and uh, it's exciting. I mean, they—I think they match up pretty pretty favorably against the Cardinals as well. Uh, they won the season series four games to three, and um, they—you know—the. The cards obviously have Paul Goldschmidt and Arenado, and they still have Pujols, who's still hitting home runs. Um, and I, I don't think the Cardinals have announced how they're going to pitch, whether it's going to be Flaherty, whether it's going to be Wainwright, um, you know, whether it's going to be uh, someone else. So I, I do like that the Phillies are set in their rotation. I do like that the Phillies are going in healthy, probably as healthy as they've been all season, right? I mean, it's February. everyone's February. back. Yeah. And they had a chance to rest the fact that they did it and were able to give guys a couple games rest uh, before this series starts. So it's exciting. Look, we said last week that we both thought that the Phillies were going to get in, uh, but our our excitement for them was – tabled until they did get in right i mean in the excitement for this team obviously not having a ton of homegrown stars although i did mention off the top with um with uh bohm and with stott both making two of the three final outs uh, and hoskins yeah and hoskins. You got hoskins you got sir anthony nola, Dominguez. nola uh efflin right Eflin's not homegrown he was traded for yeah but he came here young I mean, he so came here young. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can make the case. Brandon Marsh came here young. I mean, yeah, there's some guys, like I said, Sir Anthony Dominguez is another guy. Um, so, and it, it's very, very interesting what's happening with the Phils because um, you also have, have um, Alvarado, who's really become one of the best relief pitchers in baseball um, in the second half. He really has. And I think the move, or Eflin putting him in the pen has done wonders. They're also supposed to get uh, Brad hand back uh, as well to give them another boot hand in the, uh, in the pen. So there, I think this, this team is as healthy as it's been. I think the Cardinals will present a challenge. I do anticipate it going three games, but what the hell I'm going Phillies, man. I'm saying we win the series two games to one. Now, do they win game one though? I see. I would see game one and game three in this series. I think they're going to win one and three. Yep. That's what I think. They have to come out tomorrow and, and just get up on them. Um, so I yep. actually, you know, so I'll probably watch the game. I, 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 I don't work until like five tomorrow. So I'll probably get a chance to watch at least the beginning of the game. So I'm excited about that. And Aaron Nola, uh, you ready for this? I saw the stat and I had to pull it off my phone. Uh, you know, he, we're used to him having his like fallouts at the end of the year. And, and certainly, um, you know, it was a little bit of a rough month in September, but Aaron Nola ended up having a pretty strong season. I, I feel like he had one of those, I feel like his record was under 500, but he is the first pitcher since 1884 to have 220 plus strikeouts 
in less than 30 walks in a season. That's insane. That's pretty, pretty insane. Pretty that's insane. great control for him. And, uh, you know, that that's one that they can, um, that they can build upon. So we'll look forward to that. And, but I agree. I think I love Wheeler in game one. Is it Wheeler's first playoff series too? Uh, yeah, I don't think he was with the Mets unless he was there in the 2015 World Series, which I'm not convinced he was there. Yeah, I his don't think age his age would have would have allowed him to be there because that was seven years ago. Right. I just don't know if he was starting back then on the Mets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Noah Syndergaard in this might be. I think he was on that team too, the 2015 Mets. I think you're right. So this is might be his second go around. But, I mean, this is a team with not a lot of playoff. I guess Schwarber, Schwarber's got some playoff experience. Right. Um, I don't know if uh, Bryce Harper has any with the Nationals. Do they? He does. He does. He has a little bit. He has not played well historically in the playoffs. Uh, you can – I always say you can throw that out of a window because, you know, yeah. like Russia where they throw people out of windows, it doesn't really mean that much. All it has to happen is once because I remember – that was always the knock on A-Rod, that he was never a big playoff guy. And then they win the World Series in 2009, and you forget about it. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, this is an exciting time. I guess the other series are the Padres and the Mets. I think the Mets have collapsed, basically. Um, the Braves... A little later in the season than it usually does, though. What? The Mets collapsed? Yeah, they collapse every year. But this year, it seemed like it, it happened later in the season. But they're already talking smack. They said... Somebody said that they want the Braves and that they feel like oh, bullshit. <laughs> they're going to be the better. They're going to prove that they're the better team. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. But I think the Mets will probably beat the Padres. I would like to see uh, the Braves have really, I mean, if there's going to be a team that catches the Dodgers this year, it's going to be the Atlanta Braves. I mean, that I'm pretty certain about. The right. Braves might be the best team in baseball right now. Yeah. And and if, as you look down the line, I, I just as a baseball player, and I think as Phillies fans, like, yeah, we have high hopes, and that's what we played by Panic at the Disco to kick it off. But we also, I think, we're realistic. We're just happy to be here this year, and hopefully next year we can build and, and, and Middleton can spend some of that good money that he has um, to get us a little bit more help because clearly we can't develop prospects uh, or at least the previous administration has not the, so hopefully we can develop some prospects, but um, at the same time, let's, let's bring some studs in too and build upon this. But I think we're just happy. Like a lot of people say, Oh, you can't just be happy to be there. I think we're just happy to be there right now. Yes. We want to beat the Cardinals. Realistically. I think you're right. We're, we, we're not beating the Dodgers and or the from Braves. A, right from a baseball purist standpoint, although I do think we have a better chance against the Braves. But from a baseball purist perspective, a Braves-Dodgers matchup is so intriguing. The pitching would be insane to watch. And the Dodgers, they don't have a weakness in that lineup. So the um, that potentially could be very exciting. But I, the other thing that I thought was really interesting is, did you know that game one, I think it's exactly 11 years to the day that the Phillies uh, lost their last playoff game to? The St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. When Ryan Howard, I will never forget that, was laying with his blown Achilles tendon on the first baseline, and that's how the game ended, and that's how uh, that that run ended, sadly enough. And that's when they had the four aces? Man, that team, how they didn't get to the uh, – how they didn't get beyond the first round is is beyond me. But maybe, it, maybe you know, maybe this is pay, payback time now. Yeah, yeah. So I remember yes, that doesn't seem that long ago. Um, but the Phillies, so we're getting into baseball playoffs. This is just an absolute amazing time of the year. You've got the Eagles, who I mean are looking like geniuses right now because guess who is playing like a quarterback? And ironically enough, they got the New Orleans Saints as number one draft pick, which is looking like a really high first round draft pick now that the Saints are collapsing. So the Eagles basically can trade down with any team coming up in this next draft if Jalen Hurts continues to perform and can be set themselves up for the future in such a good place, which is not what they did back in 2017. The Eagles came out. I know I, I saw the game up in Concha Hacken with Matt Money, Reagan, and Darren, who 
Baron Martin, former, I guess he still is a 49ers fan. So we watched the game. And, um, you know, next thing you look up, they're down 14 nothing. And I know you were high on the Jaguars, actually. You thought that they were a good team. I sort of poo-pooed them a little bit. I know I did. Um, and then they came back, the Eagles. And, 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 you know, it wasn't their greatest show, but they showed they could win in inclement weather. They ran the ball, which was great. They went up and they won 29-21, the Eagles. So yeah. the Eagles are right now look like the best team in the NFC right now. That was a nice – that was seamless, man. You you transitioned from the Phils from Red October to right to the Eagles, and I'm just going to pick up and run with the ball. Just yeah, like just going to run with it. I mean, because I like know you – Sanders did. He ran all over that team. The, the, I'm telling you right now, the Jags are making the playoffs. I'm telling you. I, I'm calling it. I love what Doug Peterson has done. And, I, you know, I, I, I still do. I feel a certain way about Doug. I don't know if it's an appreciation or feel like – He's a better coach than maybe we give him credit for. But you look at the, the that dreck that Urban Meyer did pulled in Jacksonville last year, and you look at what Doug's doing with that team, and they've got some young weapons. I called him out last week. Zay Jones missed the game. And then the Eagles, you know, are a little bit banged up and coming out of that game as well. But they did what they had to do. They responded, right? They 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 faced adversity, and they responded. And at no point in that game, I don't know how you felt, but at no point in that game, even when they're down 14-0, I don't. I didn't blink. I didn't think that we were not going to come back. And I agree. And I agree. Now it is. It's a little bit different when you're watching a football game in a bar. I don't know if you agree with me on that. Like you're not focusing yep. as much. Yep. There's that 20, 20 something year old crow from St. Elmo's Fire in the corner there, and he guys like going around high fiving everyone. So I mean, I it don't. Used to be you, Lev, man. No, I mean, I like sometimes. I do like watching the games by myself a little bit. Um, but I didn't think that they were down uh, going to be the, the secondary looks great again. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had what four fumbles that day or something. Yeah. Hassan Reddick. He's seeing Hassan Reddick, the uh, NFC player uh, of the week. He's seeing him in his dreams and his nightmares right now. And then Bradbury's interception was, that was so huge. Cause Jacksonville was driving. I mean, they were pretty close. They were in the red zone at that point, or that ball was that pass was there. And Bradbury wasn't even on the screen when you were watching it. And but that ball seemed to hang up there. And out of nowhere, Bradbury jumped in. And what a signing he has been yeah. to solidify that. Uh, the other New York Giants look like they're morons right now. I don't know if that was a money reason. That was a contract issue. But I mean, they didn't really give up much to get them. Right. Uh, they might have the best secondary in football right now. I mean, that doesn't mean that when health is a consideration, they might not. But I mean, the defense is playing well. I mean, once they once they gave up the 14 points, I mean, they shut it down, allowed right. se seven points, I think, through three quarters, right? I think they put 14 up in the first quarter yeah. or a little bit of the second. So I yeah, mean, second quarter, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they played well. Um, they, he must have given them a hell of a talk at halftime because they certainly responded. I mean, they were already – I think they were already close at halftime, right? I mean I, – Yeah, they were down at halftime because I, I feel like they were down at halftime because it was the first time that they had been down at halftime. Does that sound about right? All season, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm getting that in the Georgia game probably confused because they were also faced – Georgia, I mean, but we'll talk about Georgia in a, in yeah. a bit. I know, I know. I don't want to, I don't want to usurp any uh, time from, from the birds, but um, yeah. And, and they faced, they had injuries, right? So um, say, uh, say Amalu got hurt. He got his ankle rolled. Um, we lost Mylotta, um, who hurt his shoulder and that does not look good. It looks like that's going to be a multi-week and he's dominant. He is a dominant left tackle, but you know, at the end their backup Andre Dillard is already hurt. So they were on their third string, Jack Driscoll, who actually stepped in. He's played all over the offensive line, kid from Auburn. He stepped in, I think it's his third year, and he he played well. He played well enough. So it sounds like I don't think Dillard's going to be ready to play this weekend against the Cardinals, Which um, the Arizona Cardinals, that is. We, and, I was off a week last week. I said it was the Cowboys, then the Cardinals. No, it's the yeah. Cardinals, then the Cowboys. Cardinals, then the Cowboys, yeah. That's okay. And That's so uh, – and then there was another injury too. I know Avante Maddox missed the game. I feel like we had one other injury, but um, you know, look, the birds kept it rolling, and uh, they. I think that's also a compliment to Jeff Stoutland. Look, the left side of that line 
or backups. You yeah. know, um, you you have your boy Sue Opata playing the the guard, and then another uh, another uh, uh, Tongan. I don't know. I, I could be. He's another like undrafted free agent who Jeff Stoutland, who was probably he's got to be one of the top five coaches in the league, position coaches in the league, if not top three co- position coaches in the league. And this guy just takes talent and he develops starters. And so that's why, you know, we talk about the depth that this team has certainly on the offensive line and they looked great and they were rotating guys in on the defensive line. And, and I mean, you know, um, Trev was under pressure all day long um, and, and those conditions. So they faced adversity falling behind. They played in inclement weather which wasn't good. Um, and that they came out ahead and, and, and they won the game and they're four and and they're the only four and team. And it's amazing because I saw, and I don't really care so much about these ESPN power rankings, but I do, you know, I do sometimes. No, they're not number one. Chiefs? The Kansas city chiefs are number one. The Buffalo bills are number two. The Eagles are number three. So nobody's buying. I don't know if any anybody's like giving the Eagles any love yet that like, I've never heard of a four and team not being the top team in the league, but so be it. So we go to Arizona this week. It'll be another test. It's on the road. I think this is the furthest game away game that we have this year. We're I, told you, I don't consider this a trap game. I think this is a game that they have a legitimate chance to lose. Uh, yeah. Didn't you say this was, or maybe it was my yeah, sister. Yeah, I, I said they'd beat Dallas. I don't think they're going to win this game. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing because after this, the schedule does not look that bad. I mean, no. I think if they lose this game, then they come back and beat Dallas, then they have their bye week. So that's six weeks in at five and one is pretty damn good. So, you know what? This is a gravy game to me. Maybe they will win. I still think if they win this game, they'll beat Dallas at home. Yeah. Favorable schedule lining up. I, I, I think I'm, I just, I'm look, I'm playing one game at a time here. They play Pittsburgh after the bye is the thing, right? I don't know. I'm not sure, but Pittsburgh is not a very good team. They just are not a very good team. Which so. their starters to uh, Kenny Baby Baby Hands Pickett. So uh, he's in there. We'll see what happens. But uh, I, I, you want to do predictions for this game? Yeah, I think I, so. If I'm saying the Cardinals are going to win, I think it'll be 28-24 uh, Arizona. Yeah. Um. All right. I am going to go. You said 28-24. Yeah. That's a good that's a solid, solid prediction. Solid I like. Uh I will go twenty-four to twenty-four to twenty. I'm gonna twenty-four twenty one, I think is where I'm gonna go. Oh, the other big injury which this could be huge is um, our place kicker, Jake Elliott got hurt. He got nailed. He got drilled on that kick too. So, I mean, that could play into this game. If, if, if we have to, we have, do have a kicker on the practice squad. Climate um, control too. Yeah. We might need to elevate him, but you know, yeah, but I think that desert heat after the, the, the rain and, and the cold, and it's been cooler in the Northeast, right? So I think that's going to be a little in, bit. It's indoors, though. I mean, it's an indoor game, so. Yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah, I guess. It, do they don't have a retractable? They have a retractable. I don't know if they, I don't know what the uh, policy is on that. Do they keep it open or not? Um, I have a feeling there's probably going to be about 10, 15,000 Eagles fans at that game. If they're going to get that many fans for a for a Raiders Eagles game in Vegas, they're going to probably get about fifteen thousand Eagles fans for that game. Easily, easily, Eagles fans travel well, and I, I feel like there is a decent contingency outside of the Rosen family who live, live in, in Phoenix area. Live in Phoenix, right? Because the Northeasterners are flocking to warmer climates, such as yeah. I did. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I. I I'm going to go uh, Cardinals. Yeah. What I say? 24. Burns 24. We were waiting for the second part. 24, 21, maybe. Yeah. That's where I was going. All right. So I don't think it's a big deal if they lose this game. Also, I think this is, you get off the schneid, you lose one, you get right back on. And then you've got Monday, Sunday night football against the Cowboys coming yeah, up yeah. the following week. And that would be the return of Dak Prescott, right? That's the game where he's eyeing to return to. 
Yes, and the Cowboys will be uh, a good bit healthier. So we'll see all these obnoxious cockroaches coming out of the the woodwork in the next week. Yeah, with their VCR uh, compilations of of Dallas Cowboys Super Bowls, yeah. um, their VCR tapes. But Michael Gallup's healthy for the Cowboys. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is playing great ball. Tony Pollard is, seems to have taken over for Ezekiel Elliott as a, as a, a 50-50 split in that backfield. Yeah. Jason Peters playing his old team, but we'll wait and, and do Cowboys-Eagles. It's always something oh, yeah. very special and, and a lot of hatred. I have a lot. You know, maybe we should have had E-Rock on this show to preview the Phillies-Cardinals since he's a big well, Cardinals. He is a Cardinals fan. Uh, well, maybe we'll bring him on next week so we can lambast them about how they beat them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and a- I, I, you know, I'd been hawking about the NBA preview. I think we'll we'll hold off for two weeks because if the game is what I think the first game is a Thursday night game, we'll just do it like maybe we'll do it on Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to sketch. Are you still out. in for the fantasy hoops league that I'm doing? I've never been invited. I would love to do it. I'm, well, I'm, I, haven't, no, I haven't invited it anyone yet. I'm going to work on that this weekend. I think we have about eight people. I think uh, Connor's going to be on and Train's going to be on. So if any of our listeners want to be on, and my girl Sue, Sue Francis is going to be on. So um, anyone else want to join? I, like I said, I think we have about eight people right now. I'd love to get to at least ten for this uh, hoop. I'm in on that because I've been I've been already I've already watched like uh, like three games last night. So yeah, you're, you're fired up, man. You're going to yeah. dominate that. So. Do we want to quickly run through uh, predictions for NFL games? Since I know yeah, you're you starting to love that. You want to go through the games with me? Real quick. We're going to do it super quick. Not a, not a, We're not going to do any analysis. And that I'm talking to myself when I say that because I tend to analyze. All right, ready? Here we go. Um, tonight, we have Colts at Denver. It's an awful game. Um, I mean, Jonathan I think- Taylor not playing, just so you know. Why? Jonathan Taylor is we're not going to go with Denver because at two and two, they're awful, but they'll, they're still home. They beat the Niners at home. So, yep, I agree. Denver at home. Uh, Green Bay is hosting the New York Giants in London. Well, they're Giants are three and one, dude. This is a battle of two, three and one teams. Going with the Packers. Yeah, I don't know who, I don't even know if Daniel Jones is healthy. Daniel Jones wasn't even able to, like, he was like back there. He knew the plays. That was about it. Yeah, they got all kinds of problems because their backup, Tyrod Taylor, has a concussion. So I heard that they were uh, talking to Jake Fromm, former Georgia Bulldog. That's not going to work out well for them. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with the pack as well. Um, Giants are an interesting team because defensively they play really hard. And I like their coach a lot. I like what Dable's done. Uh, Here's an old, old slobber knocker of a game. The Steelers visit the Buffalo Bills. Bills are going to kill them. Yep. Bills yep. agreed. It's uh, interesting. Last year, this is the second year in a row, and they they played opening day last year in Buffalo. Buffalo loses the game to them. So, <laughs> I mean, I think they'd like to put a shellacking on them. Yeah. Um, all right. Chargers visit the Cleveland Browns. That's an interesting matchup. Uh, Both yeah. two, two teams. I, I'm going with Cleveland. This is sort of a desperation game for both of these teams. I mean, they're both two and two, right? The Chargers are two and two, as well as the the Browns. I know we're said no analysis. So this is sort of a desperate game. Um, and yeah, uh, Jacoby Brissett and Herbert, I had I know I had a big game last week. So let's go with the Browns in that one. You're going to take the... I'm actually going to take the Browns as well. I think the home field to me is the advantage here. I really like the Chargers, but I do think that they have some injuries. And um, I don't think Keenan Allen's playing. I think he's still out. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna reverse that. I'm going to go Chargers because I want to do something different. And I believe in Justin Herbert more than I do Jacoby Brisket. Uh, yes, I said Brisket. Um, Houston Texans visit... My uh, my invoke team of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville. I'm going to go Jacksonville at home. Chicago, the Monsters of the Midway. Maybe not. Visits Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm going with the Vikings. Three and one Minnesota Vikings. Me too. I'm such a sucker for home teams. I got to stop doing that. Um, All right. Here's the game that I, I don't know. I Maybe five people will watch. Um. 
because their kin are part of this game. Detroit Lions visit the New England Patriots, who will be wearing their old school uniforms, by the way. Definitely going with the Patriots then. Got I'm going to take the Road Lions. You heard it. Upset special, I think. They're wearing the old red. Probably the best uniform in football is the old New England Patriots uniforms. The candy red uniforms. The Tony Eason uniforms. Tony Eason, uh, Steve Webster Brogan. Slaughter, I believe, was on that team. Yeah. Um, the Giants, I think, did they wear their blues last they week? Wore their blues last week. Okay. The only I realize now, the jerseys are cool. It's the helmets. It's a different blue. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right. So let's go. Seattle visits the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans is a team that needs a win, man. Woo. Seattle, that would be a game that had maybe five viewers. There's some intrigue there for me. I don't know if it's because Spanish- you know Smith has better numbers than Russell Wilson. Crazy enough. There is something that I find intriguing about Seattle, and I don't know why. I think it is because I think it is the Geno factor. The Geno factor. I think it is the Geno factor. I'm going to go with the Saints as well at home. No, I, I said I said the Seahawks. I said. The oh Seahawks. well, I'm going to I'm going to take. Go with the we Saints. just started talking about your love for Geno. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints at home. Uh, New York Jets host the Miami Dolphins, quarterbacked by Teddy Bridgewater. I tell you, is Zach Wilson versus who? Oh, um, I know it's uh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. I've said it three times now. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yep. I'm, going, I'm going Jets, the three and two New York Jets. Wow, three. That is an upset special. I'm going to go Jets too. Family is going. I think my nephew is going into the game this weekend. So uh, this is, I think it's one o'clock on Sunday. So, yep. yep. Uh, Atlanta Falcons visit your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tommy is, Brady may be playing angry with his divorce. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. I, I think not a good day to be an Atlanta Falcon. I know they were injured. The, <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting situation going on there. Well, at least we now know why he was left the team for two weeks. I mean, yep. it's pretty obvious that Giselle had him by the balls. And uh, yeah. So I'm going, uh, we'll go with uh, Tampa Bay in that one for me, at least. Tampa Bay's line has had some problems. I think Tampa Bay is going to, I agree. I think they are finally getting healthy um, with their getting their uh, receivers back. Um, I think Julio may, I think Julio will play against Atlanta this week. He, That'll be interesting. He played, he played last week, I think, right? Julio Jones? No, he sat last week, but uh-huh. Godwin returned last week. I will say this about the Atlanta Falcons. I did not expect them to be two and two right now. And I did not expect them to play that. I think they played hard and they play, even when they lost to the Rams, they've gotten blown out and they made that great comeback and they made that a, a really close game on the road. Um, but I think Tampa Bay is going to be way too much for Atlanta as well. Uh, I'll tell you though, Atlanta next wide. year, Atlanta might be a year off and next year winning that division. With yeah. I don't know why they're not using Kyle Pitts, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, Washington Commandos host Tennessee. And will it be the return of Brian Robinson? What an unbelievable story for this kid. You got to be cheering for him. Right. This was the guy that was shot five weeks ago, right? Yeah, shot in his knee twice. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I think Tennessee is going to win that game, though. Yeah, you know, Tennessee. I think Wincy pulls it together and uh, the Commandos pull it out. All right, Carolina hosts the 49ers. 49ers, Carolina, Matt Rule's got a couple more weeks on the job. He might get fired halfway through the season at this rate. Yeah. So are you picking Carolina? I'm picking the Niners. Yeah, me too. Tell me why it's a 405 start and they're playing in Carolina. Why would you do that? Uh, it's the Southern thing, my friend. I guess they figure it's... Southern a- hospitality, you think? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Birds and birds. We talked about that, uh, this version of the uh, Philly versus Cardinals is we talked about that Dallas Cowboys visit the Los Angeles Rams Dallas Cowboys undefeated since Cameron Rush has been their quarterback Cooper Rush but it's Cooper sorry let's go with the Cowboys make the make the Sunday night game more interesting yeah I'm gonna go with Cowboys too and speaking of Sunday night games a good old AFC Central Slabanaka 
between the oh. Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens, who don't really play defense. And have collapsed, I guess, against the Dolphins and now the Buffalo Bills. You would think that they'd want to get hungry in this game and beat the Bengals, so I go with Baltimore in this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think that, they, that, be, that, that offense finally pulls it together. Three games in a row if they win this one. Uh, and then your Monday nighter is a good old AFC West showdown. The Las Vegas Raiders, which still sounds weird to me, I wonder if Rock is a Las Vegas Raiders fan. Does he travel when they change locations, or how does that work? Or is he like, is he like true to Oaktown, like Oakland, that? In L.A. Well, there's still half the Raiders fans are in L.A. right now, anyways. So right. I mean, we'll have, we'll have to ask him that one. Yeah, um, they're playing. But, uh, the uh, Raiders visit the Kansas City Chefs in Arrowhead Stadium. Who do you like? Kansas City. Me too. So Me that too. was. But I was we were pretty much in agreement on a lot of them. We'll we'll see what happens though. I mean, the, the Ravens one is interesting because I mean the Ravens would be two and three if they lost this game. The Bengals would be two and three. So whoever wins that game is going to have control of the AFC Central for at least a couple of weeks. Agreed. So, yeah. Can I just? I know we're talking football, and yes. yeah, it was the the one thing with the two. Uh, I always get his last name wrong. Um, the Tua injury. Tagia, tag, tag. Why did I, I nailed it last week? Tua tag, tagia, tagia, tagavola or whatever. Yeah. And then the guy that Will Smith portrayed in the concussion movie said he should never play football again. He's 24 years old. I mean, what is your thoughts on this? Is this it for Tua? We'll never see this guy play football again, or? Well, no. I mean, my thoughts are are different things or if you're asking me should he play football i think i i i think that i i'm not here to make that choice for him i think that needs to be up to the individual will he play football again absolutely i already heard he, that they expect him back in two weeks i i think if i were him i would have and i'm sure he wanted to play i'm sure this was not against his will at all but i would have huge reservations about a team putting me out with the whole concussion everything and the Dolphins have a little bit of a history of not being a uh, a player-friendly organization and always doing the upstanding thing, whether it goes back to when Brian Flores was there and they, the owner wanted him to lose. Remember that whole story? Um, and there was another situation with another player. It, it escapes me, but uh, they have not. And I think there was an issue with Laramie Tunzel there, but I mean, they have not always been the most upstanding. And then, you know, they tried to go out and the game's apparently very close to getting Tom Brady this offseason, right, in in place of Tua. So that rumor was loud there, and they were going to bring in Sean Payton. I mean, it seems like that front office is they, – they don't really love Tua. So if I'm Tua, why am I risking my health to go try to play and win for them? So that's that's good. That's good. That's good. Um and I, I sort of think I don't want the guy to have long-term mental health problems or anything. So that's I'm a little concerned about that. And, uh, you know, I sort of feel like sometimes with football, we're gladiators in the sense we don't mind these people getting hurt, which is I have problems as I, I like to perceive myself as a good human being that I don't want to see anyone get hurt. So right. it's a little I have some problems with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a conflict, right? Because you probably like the game of football, but you hate yeah. the effects of what it does to people. Yeah, yeah. And I do like football. So that's, that's that's oh quick question. Yeah. By the way, you, you brought that show up. Um yesterday, I don't know if any of our viewers have start have watched this or listeners have watched this. Do we have viewers? I guess on, on Facebook maybe we, we had uh 60 views last week. So I again I don't know how we would say that about 60 views it's pretty good right yeah i don't know i i don't you know i do this for the people you do it for all the folks for who enjoy watching us but i do it to catch up with you man but manti teo do you remember him i do remember matt oteo and 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 being screwed by a, a woman uh who wasn't really a woman it was a guy right it was a guy who has transitioned into a woman but anyway there's a documentary series out on ESPN, right? It's two episodes. I don't know if it's ESPN or Netflix. Summer and I started watching it yesterday. I, I haven't, I'm like about three quarters of the way through the first episode. It's so good. And and like, 
he's still like I feel so bad for him. Like yeah. I, I highly recommend everyone check this out because everyone was everyone was obviously questioning his sexuality. They and I'm right, assuming right. that was a big deal for him because they assumed how would you not know that this this woman is a man, and and right. they I don't know if they ever had a conversation on the phone together. Or was it everything was done by email or, or so it's a good question. Yeah. So they, uh, it, it, you can see how it progressed and you just like your heart breaks for this guy, like, because yeah. he, he's, you know, he is so affected by it and he seems like such a good kid, um, and talking with him and here and, you know, I mean, it's crazy that his career just like burnt out the way that it did. Cause he was so great at Notre Dame and just to see him not be able to do anything uh, in the NFL and he's already out of the league, but yeah, I highly recommend everyone check it out. Um, you know, and, and who cares? I mean, like, I, I, I think like this whole idea of like what people's sexuality is or what football players sexuality who gives a crap, like just worry yeah. about being good people and being kind to each other. Like that's the fundamental thing that we should all be. And then, whatever you want to do, like, like as long as it's not harming people, I mean, right. But this guy didn't even have the benefit of the doubt of the person telling him who he was. Right. So that was, that was the problem with Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like the whole thing, we just stopped at the part where, uh, this girlfriend got, um, I don't want to give it away, but I'll tell you like she I, got I mean, sick though, or said she had got no, she, she got in a car accident and then yeah, and then she said she got leukemia or something. And and like Manti talks about how um I think his two two grandfathers like passed away of cancer and so like was very it's just like you get so mad at this person who was portraying all of this stuff and like how this person ruined his life. So anyway, I would I would highly recommend it's so good. Check it out. We're not even halfway home yet. You know, it's only two episodes, but I think it's like an hour and a half each. So anyway, check it out. I just want to put that out there. Do we want to speak of Manti Teo? Do you want to quickly jump into a couple of uh, yeah? I mean, so football games. I know that we had talked about the the I almost said the Alaska Alabama the Arkansas Alabama game. I mean, obviously Alabama is good. I mean, yeah. they are good. Um, yeah, I mean that was. I predicted an upset. I know that's what you want to say, but let, let on one second. Back with 1973. So we were just talking about the Arkansas Alabama game and, and what a shocker. I mean, I guess maybe it wasn't a shocker, but you were hoping that at this stage of the game, it would be a little bit more competitive. Well, it was competitive. If you watch the game, uh, Arkansas came back and it was right. a one score game. And um, I mean, from start to finish, though. I mean, that no, was no, 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 from start to finish, no. But it was a one-score game, I think, in the second or third quarter, and Alabama had a third and fifteen with their backup quarterback in, and he, I mean, he made the play. He ran. He's the fastest guy on the team, um, and he made a play and got first down, and then Alabama just started rolling again. But Alabama jumped out to a big lead. Arkansas came back, made it close, and then. That you know, that's the a couple of plays can really change the outcome of a game, and so that that was one of the things that happened. So, um, you know, Alabama is good; they deserve to be number one. Georgia deserved to have dropped. I would have dropped Georgia to three, to be honest with you, with the way they struggled against Missouri. Um, I'm not sweating it in the sense of I. First of all, I I I said this at the beginning of the year. I don't think this Georgia team is as good as. Uh, it's certainly not as good as the team last year. I don't think we're going to win again. I, and I said that at the beginning of the season. Um, but I think it's good that this team goes out on the road, is tested in a in an environment like Missouri in a night game where things weren't going well. They rested a couple of players who were banged up. Hopefully they're going to be healthy this week for Auburn. And they're back at home. I'm trying to go to that game. Hopefully I can, fingers crossed. Um, but, they, you know, they they need to kind of, they need to win impressively this week. And um, I mean, they need to win and then win impressively. That's what they should do. So Auburn, this Auburn team is not very good, but they are talking a lot of smack. So we'll see what happens down in uh, between the hedges in Athens. There are some really good games this week. Um, 
again, we have uh, I'll now, run through Michigan number four now. Is Michigan number four? Number I four. saw I met a really cocky Michigan fan on on Sunday. Who does Michigan have on Saturday? Indiana. Well, that all right. So that's not a problem. I think they're two weeks away from Penn State. So yeah, um, I think you're right. And Penn State's good, so that'll be that'll be a fun matchup. But uh, so we got Tennessee LSU. Um, that is in Death Valley. Of course, there's two Death Valleys. Well, there's many, but one is in LSU, Baton Rouge, and the other is in Clemson. And then there's one in Arizona, as far as I know. Yeah. Maybe there's more. Um, TCU at Kansas. Were you and I the ones talking about TCU, or was that someone else? I, was talking I think there was someone else. But TCU beats Oklahoma, fifty-five to twenty-four. Washington is Oklahoma. Which is, I mean, you know, we'll be curious to see if this Oklahoma head coach, it's Venables, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it's not terrible. The old coordinator from um, Clemson. Clemson. If he yeah. survives this year. I mean, and, and, I mean, granted, they've had a, a tough year. They lost a lot of their players, transferred to USC with Lincoln Riley and, and hit the transfer portal. But, I mean, that's one of the worst losses in – to TCU, I know that. And then they lost the Kansas, right? Or Kansas State the week before. Mm -hmm. So I believe Kansas and TCU are pretty high up there in Big 12 standings right now. Yeah. Well, they're both undefeated 17 versus 19. College game day is going to Lawrenceville, Kansas. Is it Lawrence or Lawrence? No, it's Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence Kansas. For yeah. the first time, I think, ever for a football game. Um, so that's cool to see that. And couple of five and O teams going to duke it out. So we'll see what happens. Do you have a feeling either way? I like TCU, the road team in that. I like TCU too. I mean, definitely a better tradition. Of football. Yeah. They certainly have a better tradition of football and Kansas. I mean, I think it's probably too. I, I looked at the, the head coach of Kansas. I forget where he was before this. I, so I get interested in this stuff, trying to figure out where he was. I don't, he wasn't the coach at, was he the coach? At, I mean, this is his second really good year he's having in a row. So he's sort of turning. Because I know Les Miles was there for a couple of years, and it didn't work out, right? Was he? He was at Kansas? Yeah, after. Yeah, he took off a couple of years from LSU, then came to Kansas, and I don't think it worked out for Les there. Yeah. Huh. It's Lance Leipold. Lance Leipold. That's a name. Yeah, it's the coach there. But I don't know where he used to. I think he might have been in Wisconsin, like. Division. Yeah, he has a connection to Wisconsin. So Wisconsin Whitewater, I think, because this was because oh. they thought he might be like someone in the, you know, he might be looking at the Wisconsin. Wisconsin fired their head coach. I know. This, Insane. I mean, yeah, because all these guys have buyout contracts. Yep. I mean, and Wisconsin has been consistently a pretty good program. So the fact that they fired him, I know the guy at Georgia Tech is out. Um, yeah, so guy the uh, coach of Colorado is out so there's a there's some vacancy yeah yeah um, any, other, any other games any other big games let's see uh Utah at uh UCLA so UCLA is 5 and 0 UCLA Chip Kelly Chip uh, Kelly wow i didn't realize that yeah yeah i, I heard about that i i think Utah is probably going to beat UCLA yeah Ohio but, State is undefeated, playing obviously number three, playing Michigan State, who is not having a not good good. year. Ohio State shouldn't have much problem with that game. Ole Miss is undefeated at five and zero. They play Vandy, so they will likely go to six and zero. Although Vandy is three and two this year. Now, when does Ole Miss play Alabama? Is that a couple weeks away? Yeah, it's a couple weeks. It's usually an October game. Um, Clemson hosts uh, or visits Boston College, but that, that, that shouldn't be a problem. They, they Washington just... State goes to USC. And what I guess Washington State is good this year. Or? Four and one. Four and one. So that'll be now USC is five and zero, oh, right? So this is the they first are. real test for USC in that, uh, and then eventually USC Utah. I don't even know if they no Utah is in the uh, Pac ten or Pac twelve South, so they would play once before um, the championship game there. That'll yeah. be a good game, Utah USC. Uh, Alabama hosts Texas A&M. So they're the number one team in the country. Texas A&M, of course, with two losses and, uh, Jimbo Fisher, who some say could be fighting for his job, believe it or not. Yeah. There. Um, and then last one, if I had to, if you had to guess, what rank do you think Oregon is? Uh, 
since the Georgia loss that they, they haven't lost a game, right? I'm not telling you anything. You saw what you saw against the Georgia game. 15. That's a hell of a guess. I would never have guessed that high. They're 12. So they are undefeated since playing Georgia. So they go to Arizona, um, who was three. They should, so. they should win that game. Oh, the other guy that got fired was Herm Edwards got fired at Arizona State. Oh, that was some dirty dealings right there. It looked like he was fired right on the field. And there was a whole uh, – there were rumors that he – like that that team um, – Quit? Not that that team quit, but that there were people inside the athletic director's office who were trying to get him fired. Hopefully he'll get back on ESPN. I mean, he was a, he was a great pro football uh, analyst, and I'd like to see him back there. That's sort of where he belongs. Always have fond feelings for Herm as a former Eagles uh, player and, and not a bad head coach for the uh, Chiefs and the uh, Jets. So, Agreed, agreed. Um, so that, that's we took you through college football, um, baseball, pro football. So do we want to hold off? Like, well, let's we do it. I mean, so quick, I do have a, basketball. Um, NHL start yet? No. Because I thought I didn't know if last night's game was because it didn't say preseason. So I didn't know if it was already regular season for hockey because it starts usually two, three weeks ahead of basketball. Yeah. I don't I don't think it will. Uh, I don't think it starts. Uh, quite yet. I think it starts this weekend. Um, so I did watch the Sixers game. They beat the Cavs last night. Um, you obviously can't read too much in it. I saw the Sixers Brooklyn game. You know, it's interesting a year and a half later, Ben Simmons basically still looks like the same player. He still can't, he's not willing to take a, a shot outside of like a, a dunk or uh, a little outside shot. He didn't make it. He still and he and I saw him go to the foul line. He was over two from the foul line. He still looks like a disaster. And I mean, you can you can you can what do you say? You can put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. I mean, uh, it doesn't sell. And I'm glad that we're over the experience. And if Ben was still here, you wouldn't have seen Tyrese become the player that he is. I I truly believe that he goes up game one. He puts up 20 points in 14 minutes. And last night he did the same thing. So, I mean, he's only growing and getting better, Tyrese Maxey. Aren't we happy that they did not make some stupid-ass trade back in the day? Yes. And we both said that, screamed it from the rooftops. Tyrese Maxey is an ascending star, and he is. He was like 9 of 11 last night from three-point shooting. I don't care if that's preseason or not. I don't care if you're in the gym by yourself. 9 for 11 is fantastic, and he's building – on what he's done the other preseason games. And this guy works his tail off to be a better shooter and to be a better player. And we should be thankful that he is a Philadelphia 76er because he is as good a kid as you will find. So you've got Phillies playoffs. I think good thing for the Eagles. And I think the Sixers have probably got their most complete team since 1983. Right. I, I, I mean, they haven't had a the 2002 or 2001 team was not all that complete. So the fact that they are where they're at, I mean, if you're a Sixers fan, you've got to be excited about this year. Montrez Harrell won the game last night. I know, I saw that. I actually, game. the game was on uh, NBA TV, so I watched. I was able to watch it. Yeah, Montrez Harrell. I, I love him. I told you, I thought I, I, he was a great addition to this team. How did? Uh, how do you think Harden looked? Uh, I was. I wasn't paying that much attention at that point of the game. It was really more the we were doing break the fast last night, so it was more third and fourth. I, re I read his box score. He had about nine points last night, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, they did. He played and B played. Max, he yeah, yeah. played. They mostly played the first half. Uh, the second half, it was a lot of, uh, you know, Montres Harrell. It was Isaiah Joe. Furkan oh, Korkmaz played last it. night. Yeah. Jalen Springers has supposedly been okay in, in training camp. That was the other thing that he's a defensive guy in training camp. So, yeah. Doc said he's been lock, locking people down in, in training camp, and he's got to try to figure a way, like, how he can – can he get in minutes? So, remember, Jalen Springer is very young. Very uh, young. I think 19. So, yeah. And then I saw uh, your boy Julian Champagne. From St. Also known as Champagne from the Johnnies, right. He actually had a really nice game against Brooklyn. Uh, I think he had, like, 19 points. So he's I think doing... he's going to probably be playing for the Blue Coats this year. So well, look out for him in Newark. And then uh, our boy Traveling Queen. Uh, 
Yeah, he hit I his head. He, he hit his head. Yeah. against Brooklyn. I did see him play on Monday. Um, I, I, I might have missed him last night. He's well, wearing number he nine. He, he took a nasty fall against Brooklyn, and he left the game. I think he was concussed. I saw that happen. But Ben Simmons, I mean, didn't I, – I saw him, like, bust out a turnaround jumper from, like, the elbow, and it looked like he was building a house. I mean, it was like – it was Brick City. Yeah. Well, you I guess you caught the game on Monday night. Um, I caught some of it. I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. No. I'm just. I'm getting excited. I mean, granted. I mean, we have some time, but I. I think the Sixers. I mean, this is in likelihood a much better team than last year. This is a much more complete team than last year. It's a much deeper team. Yeah. I mean, I still think they're going to go as far. I mean, I think uh, Tyrese is going to be better, but I still think they're going to go as far as James Harden can take them. I think you're going to get MVP level performance from Joel. I think Tyrese is an ascending star. Tobias is a nice complimentary piece. I think PJ Tucker is going to help give us that attitude on defense. I think it's going to come down to James Harden. Is he the James Harden that we saw last year? Is he the James Harden we saw, you know, three years ago? Well, you need something somewhere in between. So, and we can talk more about this in the future. I mean, in another couple of weeks, I did watch, you know, I watched the Lakers game last night. They, and this is interesting. They were in Las Vegas. So again, Talking about the NBA, I, I've been reading about this a lot, NBA expansion. Is this sort of a sign that they're coming to Vegas and coming back to Seattle? So I hope I, so. I hope so. And that's sort of why I was excited about last night's game. So that's that's enough NBA for right now. We can talk about them throughout the season. This is sort of my exciting time. And then we can get into college basketball because college basketball starts in another couple of weeks too. This is yeah. sort of the best time. For me, this fall, this is the best time of the year through the Super Bowl. You got you got baseball, you got football, you got basketball, you got hockey, you got World Cup coming up next month. I mean, this is a great time to be a sports guy. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, we don't have to really worry too much about hockey in Philly uh, lately until <laughs> they get this regime out of there. But the the Flyers quest for the number one pick is well on its way. So anyway, uh, that's what I got to say about hockey. Um, but yeah, it's great, great stuff. Uh, question for you. Yeah, so I have one for you too. We, we, we got to roll. We got to yeah. roll. But question for you. My question is Halloween decorations. You in or out on Halloween decorations? Well, I'm a 48 year old man, so I'm probably out. Uh, but if I was a family man like yourself, I would definitely have them. I'm waiting. I would, I'd be carving my little jack-o'-lantern, uh, with the face. Do you have one next to you? I don't. I do not have a jack-o'-lantern, but we will be doing some pumpkin carving. We talked to the kids yesterday, and it's about going to the pumpkin patch and apple picking and all the wonders of fall, man, that uh, I love. I love the Halloween decorations, man. As I've I've become a parent, I don't know if I've just gotten older and lamer or more daddier, but uh, I'm all about the decorations, man. I love the Halloween decorations. We don't have really that many good ones, but we we do a little bit, but I think the pumpkin carving sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, come on down to Atlanta. You can carve out some pumpkins with us. Speaking of of Georgia grads, well, he didn't graduate from Georgia. What's going on with Mr. Herschel Walker there? I mean, that is – we don't want to touch that today. I, had, I said this to someone yesterday. I can't believe that Herschel Walker is actually a candidate. But what I really can't believe is that the race is actually as close as they make it out to be. But my friend brought up a point and they said, listen, do you think you can really trust these polls anymore? Because who's answering their phones? Who's like responding to these things? Who's talking to these people? Like, what do you think as as, as a poli-sci? Uh, yeah. Most of the people that are answering these polls are people that really want to participate in these polls. Okay. The fact that he's maybe three, four percentage points behind is is rather frightening. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, and Newt Gingrich went on to almost suggest that he is, he's suffering from CTE a little bit, which should even concern you more if he's your elected U.S. senator. Just look at what's going on in Alabama with Tommy Tuberville, who had absolutely, I don't think the guy ever read the Constitution to be a U.S. senator, but he had the football connection in Alabama, too, and it, and it really helped him at Auburn. Uh, becoming uh, a U.S. senator. So um, yeah. not a really good example to follow. The no, not at all. I was just going to say that. As a football coach or as a senator. 
Right, right. So uh, God bless the state of Georgia. We're praying for you. Uh, we're praying that uh, Herschel, I, I'm going to tell you something. There's more stuff out there that's going to come out in the next five weeks. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming something else is going to come out very soon. So, yeah. Um, just got a little bit of breaking news here. The Phillies are going to face game one, uh, Jose Quintana in game one. So we weren't sure who they uh, were going to throw out there. So the cards are going to throw out Quintana. Obviously he was, well, not obviously if you didn't know, but he was a uh, trade deadline pickup for them, a lefty. Um, so that's, that's where they're going. So Harper and uh, Kyle Schwarber combined one for 12 with a single and five strikeouts against him. So doesn't bode well for the Phillies, but again, playoffs are something new for everyone. So let's uh let's have at it, man. So this weekend I am playing uncle. Well, I am an uncle, but I, I've got the kids with me this weekend. Any awesome. suggestions of what I should do with two teenage boys? Yeah, man. Take them to um Dutch Wonderland. <laughs> He'll be like, who's that creepy looking man over there? Take them to a haunted house. All right. All right. We and then you'll around. return like kids who are uh, then damaged and frightened back to your sister. And you'll be the uncle of the year, I'm sure. Good idea for tomorrow night, though. Or for, for Saturday night, perhaps. So. Not bad, right? That was just off the top of my head, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. What are you up to this weekend? Uh, well, I'm trying to get to Athens tomorrow. The kids are on, or Saturday. The kids are on, uh, do you fall break there? No, but we used to call it before the times of political correctness, Columbus Day. Yeah, well, we have fall break here. So they're off Friday and Monday. And uh, so no sports this weekend, which is nice for, for me. But we have a birthday party on Sunday. And then, like I said, hoping to get to Athens on Saturday. And then uh, I'm solo dad tomorrow. So um, that'll be fun, man. We'll we'll do something. I think I told him I was going to take him out to dinner. Or maybe that was tonight. I can't remember. I think I owe them dinner. Kids yeah. are off tonight. This is the first night of their break this weekend. Right, right. Yep, well, exactly. Uh, did you have a good fast, meaningful fast, meaningful holiday? I did. I did. It was, <laughs> it was long, though. It was long. And I had to come... I had to open work up. So I came right from synagogue to work and then went home afterwards. Um, so it was, it was nice though. And Tuesday was nice. Um, and yeah, I mean, I like the holidays. I do like the time to reflect um, and get away from life. So yeah, it was good. How about you? I had, yeah, it was a meaningful fast. Um, it's so funny. I went to Sprouts uh, it was like hour 24 and a half of my fast. Cause I still hadn't broken it yet. So I want to pick up some things. Cause I was like, I was so excited about what I was going to eat that I forgot that it was now okay to eat. So I spent more time fasting. Cause I was like, Oh, I want these. I want these. I want these. I want these. So anyway, it was Why fine. We have them to break the fast. Nothing exciting. I had like bagels and cream cheese oh, we had. But, but i wanted veggie cream cheese uh because i love veggie cream cheese veggie not cheese no 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 no. this is like non-dairy cream cheese it's easier oh, on, wow easier on my digestion uh so we did that and then i was looking for something like really cakey but i couldn't really find what i was looking for so i got the kids ice cream and oh, yeah well my kids didn't although my daughter shout out to my daughter she did make it from seven o'clock at night until eleven o'clock the next day, so that's pretty good. It's solid. Very good it's for very a nine-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, but that's it, man. I uh, hope everyone has a uh, a great weekend, a busy weekend, a fun weekend, a lot of sports viewing. Go Phils, go Birds. Let's kick some Cardinals booty, no matter what sport we're playing. And uh, we'll see everybody again next week. Did you say NBA preview is next Tuesday? We're going to try to take next Tuesday. I'm going to do it next Tuesday or the following Tuesday. Next week, there's still a couple preseason games. So I'm thinking not next Tuesday, the following Tuesday. I Tuesday. like where your head's at. Let's do okay. it. And then we'll try and do, you know what? If you want, we'll try and do the show on Tuesday. Well, that's what E-Rock said. I'm just telling you what E-Rock yeah. said. No, we'll do it Tuesday. So the goal is maybe we'll get this done Tuesday afternoon between somewhere between maybe 11 to 3 on Tuesday. Somewhere I love it. 
without further ado, see you next week. Sometimes I don't speak right. I know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. I say, what I'm happy with. I can't.